Good day friends, having some technical difficulties here on the Daily Bread. Don't know, I do not know if you're catching. Uh, anyway, we're gonna try to start over. Just fast forward to this part. Uh, thanks for joining me on the Daily Bread. Scripture readings and devotional thoughts from St. Paul Lutheran Church in Clarence Center. I'm Ray Kozak, I'm the pastor here. Today we're going to look at Mark chapter 13, a passage where um, Jesus says, look, this temple will not last. It's going to be overturned. And they ask, when? And what will be the signs? And at, so far, what we're going to look at, he is not going to give them the answer. He's going to tell them something different. So uh, it's an incredible passage, and I want to look at it with you. So uh, we we might think, this is not relevant, but it is so completely, completely relevant. Jesus says he will come, and he gives us uh, encouragement to stay strong in faith. So let's pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for our brothers and sisters around the world who are holding fast to you, confessing your name, trusting in you. Thank you that you are at work. And we pray you'd open our eyes today to this word. All right, let's pray. I mean, let's read. As he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And you can just imagine at this time, it, the temple in Jerusalem, it's one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It, it covers acres. It is glorious. And they're probably across the valley on the other side and they see the dome and they see the gold and it's just glaring bright in the sun. And they say, look, teacher, it's amazing. And he says to them, do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Some people say that Jesus is a good teacher. Some say he's a prophet. And here, his prophecy is correct. Uh, come AD 70, the temple literally is torn apart. There is not one stone left upon another. You might think Jesus is exaggerating. He's not. Um, they, you know, the temple had been covered with uh, gold-plated, uh, uh, gold-plated, and when it was torn down, it was burned, and the soldiers were allowed to collect any of it they wanted. And so they literally were, were taking stones apart because as it burned, the, the gold would melt between the stones. And so they did everything they could to get all of the gold. Um, so Jesus is correct. The great buildings of that beautiful temple would be thrown down. So uh, they hear this and they say, well, Jesus, when? Let's read it. As he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? Okay, so notice they're asking when. When is this destruction of the temple going to happen? And what will be the sign? Now, notice as we read this, we're only going to read about half of it today. Jesus gives an, a different answer than the question they're looking for. One, he tells them, yes, he tells them somewhat what it will be like when it, when it does come, this destruction. But more so, he's going to tell them, be prepared. And number two, he's going to then kind of mix in with uh, 
destruction of the temple, his own return in glory, um, which is like another, uh, another thing to be watching for, the thing, especially in our day to be watching for, his return. All right, so he says, see that no one leads you astray. Verse six, many will come in my name saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. So Jesus doesn't answer the question. He says, be careful that no one leads you astray. Uh, someone has written a book about all the, all the people who have um, claimed to be the Messiah, Bar Kokhba and you know, all these around the time of Jesus, before him, after him, many said they were the Messiah. And so Jesus is saying, don't let anyone fool you saying that I am he. Now today we're not really deceived by someone coming in Jesus' name saying I'm he, but we do have false teachers among us. In fact, every book of the New Testament warns us against false teachers. How would we know if a teacher is false? Well, we weigh it by the word that we have uh, from Jesus. So we have to weigh it by that. Verse nine, he says, but be on your guard for they will deliver you over to councils and you'll be beaten in synagogues and you'll stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say. Uh, this is not an easy teaching from Jesus, right? He's like, don't worry about it. Um, then we can say, why? Well, he tells us here, but say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death and the father his child and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. We think of our brothers and sisters in different parts of the world where this is literally true. Someone in um, a Muslim or a Jewish family, they say, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm going to follow Jesus of Nazareth. I think what he says is true. They literally often are thrown out of their families. They have no more family. And Jesus knows that will happen. And so he gives comfort. And he also says, take heart, you will have the Holy Spirit. And he hasn't mentioned, the Gospel of Mark does not major on the, the teaching of the Holy Spirit, but this is the same Holy Spirit I uh, see from chapter one when Jesus was baptized that the Spirit literally came into him and then threw him out into the wilderness and, um, and a few other times shows up in this book. But here it's a promise that uh, the Holy Spirit will be with us. Now he's gonna talk about this thing, maybe you've heard of the abomination of desolation. That's kind of fun, just say it. The abomination of desolation. Uh, this is a, a citation that from, uh, and so, in the, the Jewish revolt or the, the Maccabean Wars, you know, like 200 BC, there was a ruler who was descended from uh, the, a general with Alexander the Great. And they were ruling over Israel at this time. And one of the rulers, uh, his name was Antiochus Epiphanes. He was not a good guy. In fact, he's the, he's the one who sacrificed a pig on the Jewish altar and he put up pictures of Zeus in the temple um, and that's when the, the Jews revolted and that's where we get the, the story, the tradition of um, Hanukkah, where after they revolted, 
miraculously they, they defeated the ones in charge, uh, there was the, the temple uh, had the, the candles that they, they wouldn't go out, right? So that's where we get the, the story of the menorah. And uh, you can read about that in John chapter 10. Uh, Jesus uh, is celebrating the feast of dedication is what it's called in the New Testament. All right, so here, um, abomination of desolation. Jesus is going to warn us about it. What happened with Antiochus Epiphanes is a type of what would happen in AD 70 when the temple is destroyed. And it's also a type of the very last days, the, the turning against God by authorities that will happen. All right, uh, sorry for that long introduction. But when you see the abomination of desolation standing where he ought not to be, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. All right, so Jesus is not here talking about his final return. He will talk about that when you get to verse 24. Here he's talking about this for those who are in Jerusalem when the temple is occupied by the Romans and it's going to be taken over. Uh, he says, get out. Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. And uh, tradition says that when Judea was destroyed, there was a whole group of Christians that, that did exactly this. They fleed. They fled for their lives and uh, they survived. They, they listened to the words of Jesus here. All right, verse 15. Let the one who's on the housetop not go down, nor enter his house to take anything out. And let the one who's in the field not turn back to take his cloak. And at last, for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days, pray that it may not happen in winter. For in those days there will be such tribulation as has not been from the beginning of the creation that God created until now and never will be. And if the Lord had not cut short the days, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, whom he chose, he shortened the days. And then if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. But be on guard. I have told you all things beforehand. All right, so there's a lot here. Jesus will begin to mix the... Uh, his final return with the destruction of Jerusalem. And he doesn't really answer when. He just says, it's not gonna go, it's not gonna go easy between now and then. Uh, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. There'll be false teachers, but that is not the end. Hold on, hold on tight. Um, I will be with you uh, all the way. So that's where we leave off today. We are going to read, Lord willing, gonna read um, the rest of this tomorrow. Uh, where Jesus does talk about his glorious return. It's going to be pretty awesome. So I hope uh, you hang tight and stick in tomorrow. But uh, when Jesus, when you're wondering, like, when will all this end of the world happen? Jesus doesn't really tell us. He does say, um, hold on, hold on to the faith in me and uh, be steadfast. All right, well, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And uh, may his Holy Spirit give you what you need today. All right, have a wonderful day. And we'll talk to you all uh, soon. Bye.